Most of you have no foundation at all. Now, the trouble's with your attitude. I don't like the fact that when, as soon as I walk outside of my house, it is going to be Niagara Falls running down the crack of my ad. Shut up and sit down. Last time on the show. Since the incident, I'm not even allowed to make coffee. <laughs> yeah, well, it's it's nice down here, though. It has a bit of an echo, you know? Talk to That's myself. Nice. That's okay. Okay. <sighs> I have a new echoey friend. Her name is Shelby, and she's my new robot vacuum. I talk to her every night, too. How lonely are you? <laughs> <laughs> this is 2020, baby. Sign Jesus. me up. I'm paying people to bring me home for Thanksgiving. Let's go. Wow. <laughs> One motherfuckers. <laughs> Eat a dick. And welcome to Critical Mass, the return of the victorious libtards and their Casio keyboards. Well, your, your keyboard is back. That's what we're celebrating. That's right. That is right. That's beautiful. First of all, you're that, the weirdest person I think I know. I wrote every single note to that, so I would appreciate honest feedback. I it think it's beautiful. Cool. <laughs> 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 uh, well, we're uh, we're here. We're you know uh, liberals. Get used to it. Um, but I, right. I um. There's so much that went on uh, but since the last time the three of us specifically spoke. Right. I mean, if okay. you think, so if it's, you think it's about Veterans it. Veterans Day. We're recording this on Veterans Day. Yeah. Uh, where we, we celebrate all doctors of animals. No, that's <laughs> veterinarians. That's veterinarians. Yeah, vet. A vet. A vet day. Like vet's no, day. No. Like veteran no. of the military. A military veteran. I mean... <laughs> I gotta take some Facebook posts down. <laughs> he's, he's sharing he's sharing pictures of veter of veterinarians. He's, he's got pictures of little kittens on his wall. Hang in so, there. To all the vets yeah, out there. To all the vets out there, hang in there with a little cat hanging onto the fence. That seems really uh, insensitive. Damn it. Uh, yeah. Well, if you came here thinking that we would be sensitive, you're you're already listening to the wrong show. Absolutely. Um, and with that being said, what I was saying before we got off track was specifically the three of us spoke mm-hmm. about obviously the obvious like Trump and all the bullshit that's going on, and we talked about coming up to the election, and then wait, did you say who was here though? Oh, sorry, Ruben is back. (laughs) The listeners ought to know who you're talking about. Listener, um... (laughs) 
I'm back. You know what? I'm back. That reminds me. Keep going. Go ahead, Rock. Yeah. No, I was just saying, like, so much has changed. So Biden won. Biden Who? won the election. Joseph uh, our, our Patricia Biden. Biden. Yeah. Isn't it Dan. Patricia? I, th- I, think the R stands, I think the R stands for uh, Rihanna. I think it's Joseph uh, Rihanna Biden. That actually, that makes more sense. More like Bin uh, Laden. Oh, putting right? it together, putting yeah. it together. So let's um, let's. I guess we're gonna obviously talk about the election today. I think that's gonna be a lot of what we're gonna discuss. But real quick, off the air, um, Ruben and I were making jokes that Dan didn't understand. Yes, and what the jokes. That? So the jokes are about uh, is about parlor. Now, Ruben, correct me if I'm wrong, please. Um, and help me with my explanation here. But as far as I know, it is another social media site that is typically used for hate groups that a lot of Trump supporters are now jumping to because Facebook is starting to get more militant about removing hate speech and removing fa- false information. Oh, right. Crap. Yeah, it's a, it's a social media you know, platform, something like Facebook, uh, but it's just uh, an Internet clan rally, basically. I mean, that's, that's all it is. You've got... You know, you're extremists and, and you're, you're crazy people that are on there. And, and most importantly, you know, the Trump base, the Trump base. I mean, talk about, I mean, I just, I love that meme, you know, that, that whole uh, parlor is the most safe space shit I have ever seen in my life. That yeah, true. You, you guys went out and like boosted a whole social media that nobody knew about <laughs> and went there because your boy lost. You know, and and you're screaming about how he didn't lose in an echo chamber. So, of course, you've got I mean, I can just imagine these people. They they all must have wood the whole time (laughs) that they're talking to each other. They must get each other so riled up. And and again, like, it's just that, you know, we're talking and and I'm sure we're going to get into it. But 72 million people voted for him. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, The you second know. most votes anyone's ever gotten. Right, right. So, so you know, what does that say about who's inhabiting this social media, this dark corner of the internet, and and what you know, what what are they talking about? What are, what are they what are they believing? What are they ingesting on a daily basis? Right. So, yeah. it, you know, it, it's something to take a look at because Facebook has undoubtedly changed our lives, mm-hmm. right? Yes. So, and social media <clears throat> as a whole. So then you think about what does an echo, what, what, what would an echo chamber, right? At least Facebook is filled with a billion opinions. You can go out there and be like, man, oranges are the best fruit and people will fight you about oranges, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody's got yeah. an sure. opinion. But like if you go on to parlor and you say Trump is the greatest person, nobody else is going to fight you. They're going to continue to spoon feed you that Trump is, and you're going to, they're going to be feeding themselves. So I think about that and, and, and I can't compare it to nothing else, but like cancer, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's one of those things that it's, we have a huge problem in America that, that I, to be honest, maybe I'm just too naive. Um, I didn't think we had it guys. I didn't think we had this problem in America. Not to this level, man, not to this. I can agree with you where I, I knew it existed, but not anywhere fathomable to this level. But Dan, real quick, Ruben and I explaining this to you, what this is, what are your thoughts? 
Oh shit! I was supposed to be listening to that. <laughs> wow! Wow! Yeah, I just. That's well, my fault. I thought maybe it would give you Dan more context to the group chat we were in earlier that I wanted to read some of. <laughs> I, I okay. So Parlor is a chat website where you chit chat with folks. It's a Facebook. It's social media. It, it's a it's a Facebook type uh, underground Facebook. And now, can can your sixty-seven-year-old aunt sign up for Parlor? <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Well, fuck that. Yeah. Well, I heard I heard the villages all has have one. Like every every resident at the village. It's the villages, <laughs> right? By the way, I heard about how the villages is really just a sex den. Yeah. Oh God. Oh God. Dude, the, S- the STD rates are out of the fucking roof. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. The old people are fucking. It's gross. I love when we put my grandmother in a home. It's it's kind of like what it is in Clifton, New Jersey. <laughs> oh God. No, I I like specifically brought those statistics up to my mom just to fuck with her when we were like just leaving her there for the first time. Like you realize this is like a sex den, right? Like this is a sex palace. Stop it! No, it's not. I'm like, yes, it is. Yeah, it's <laughs> real bad. But uh, on Parlor, uh, Ruben, we were on part. Dan and I are part of a group chat, and our our crazy friend, um, we'll just say his name is Josh. Um, he <laughs> opens the chat with. Who's joining Parlor with me? We can say whatever the fuck we want. And I just said, you know, they track it. The FBI actually open openly tracks it, like even more than Facebook because of the amount of hate groups on there. People are on here like, I've never heard of it. But again, our friend Josh goes, I just need a safe sp- space where I can say what's on my mind sarcastically. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, he said, it's the new Facebook. Everyone knows that it's just going to take off. <laughs> And then someone did a uh, Tyrone Bigsby white power (laughs) gif. (laughs) And then uh, let's see. This is super entertaining. You should you should read it line by line. Oh my god, it was really funny. The listeners want to know about our group chats. It was funny. Fuck you. So so I I got to be honest with you. I'm really not as surprised as you guys seem. Um, I've. I don't know. Maybe I, I'm just more educated. I don't know. No, I'm wow. honestly, no, I'm kidding. But I, I do feel like I do feel like I've, I've I've I saw this coming and I knew that there would be a lot. I see for the last four years, uh, liberals and the media have been saying, well, we screwed up our polling data and we overestimated and we won't do that again. Um no, you just don't have any idea of what the real problem is, which is that Trump supporters and conservatives are being told not to answer the phones, are being told not to give out information on who they're voting for, so that it appears as if the Democrats have a lead and will always have a lead. And then they come out like little fucking spiders in the rain. That's the idea, and that's how they've been doing it. Everywhere I turn, I see conservatism, dude. It's crazy. I mean, I work in the post office, literally, with blue-collared employees that are union workers. And I would say half, if not more than half, are conservatives. This one guy the other day was talking about how, or just yesterday as I left work, he's like, oh, I'm telling you, man, it's the, the liberals, the Democrats, or blah, blah. He's like literally going off on this one guy, telling him all the conspiracy theories you can think of. I'm like, what the fuck? I walked by the supervisor and I said, you got any tinfoil hats? <laughs> Well, right. it's funny. It's funny that you say that specifically. And Dan, I'm really glad you did. So my brother um, called me out of the mm-hmm. blue, Dan. And after you had said we should have him on the show because he's an attorney. 
and he can like talk about the legalities in terms of what Trump is trying to do in courts from an actual like attorney that knows what yeah. he's talking about. So he called me today and he said, you know, I brought up like I'm concerned about Pompeo, I'm concerned about the DOD. And, you know, his response was, dude, everything he's trying to do right now is going to fail. These are like his last ditch efforts. Like and right now he's building he's building a loyal membership of people, powerful people, because he wants to get Trump TV off the ground. And he's going to if he's not imprisoned, he's going to make a whole bunch of money. And so what was he saying? He was saying the biggest thing is getting rid of conspiracy. And how can we do that? Can we do that? Ruben, what do you think? Can we get rid of conspiracy? No, man. We're, we're human. We're, 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 we're programmed to overthink, right? I mean, we, we have wild imaginations growing up, you know, we, and, and that kind of transforms in, in adulthood where we start to become more cynical, right? We start to say, okay, eh, eh, you know, you, you think about things more, but the more things happen, the more you got to, you know, the more, the more opinions there are. So I don't think you, you can kill conspiracy. At the end of the day, people are always going to talk about whether or not there's some secret cabal, you know, of baby eating, devil worshiping, mm. string pulling, you know, pizza loving, you know, no pineapple on the toppings, please. Believe me, motherfuckers. So at the end of the day, you don't know. Shit. I was just on the internet the other day and there was there was something about the Loch Ness Monster. You know how long it's been since I seen some shit about the Loch Ness Monster? I mean, at the end of the fucking day. Bro, That's some shit, man. They're keeping on the DL, man. They are not yeah, letting you know, anybody know that shit. You know, I mean, that's the best kept secret, the Loch Ness Monster. Mm -hmm. You know, so uh, again, I don't think you kill conspiracy. And now even even more because, you know, like, like Dan said, I mean, yeah, you might not be surprised. And, and you're right, that, that level of of loyalty from his base is not surprising. Mm -hmm. I just didn't know there were that yeah. fucking many, right? Um, because at the end of the day, it's just one of those things where you're not, you're not, you're not really believing that people can stand by this guy like that. And right. here we are. So no, no killing conspiracies because Donald Trump is now fueling the conspiracy theories for the next four years. Right. Well, there's two things I want to mention. One about the conspiracy theories, and then two about the Latin vote. One. In regards to the conspiracy theorists and, and our perception that it's growing, I will say that as a sociology professor, <laughs> yeah, because you're one of those, <laughs> I think I think conspiracy theories have had a have had a part in the American or the human experience since the dawn of time. I mean, if you look at folklore, that's kind of what a conspiracy theory is. Yeah. Um, through oral histories and, and such. Uh, so cultures have used conspiracy theories, or what we would call conspiracy theory, as a way to explain the unexplained. Um, and, and so I don't think it's irrational to, to find people on the fringe that believe in such things. But the problem that we're seeing now is that it isn't a fringe movement. It is, a, it is an equal, if not a majority movement, um, of, of people that really do believe hand in hand, that Democrats are draining the blood of, of tortured children to get the adrenal glands or whatever, the adrenalol, whatever, and, and put it into their bloods to survive, even though we couldn't figure that out for Ruth Gator Bader Ginsburg. 
Well, um, yeah, and so so it, yeah. it's it's always going to be there. The question is how popular. And right now we see a growth, but hopefully we see that swing backward at least a little bit as young voters right or young people right now become voters in the next 10 to 20 years we we just have to do our best to educate now yes but i have to dan one thing before you get into the second one hold the second one yeah yeah is speaking of conspiracy theories that really pisses me off is you guys realize that an actual conspiracy theory for 60 70 80 years was finally confirmed this year and no one fucking talks about it like aliens are real like aliens are real. Well, it's been t- okay. It's Where did you hear t- that? Uh, Any dot gov for the U.S. Navy that re- declassified all the material. That video that came out years ago about the about the Navy airplane that multiple was... videos that were all declassified. This well, year. okay. See, here's the thing. They they all they could say from that was that it was unidentified. Yes, they were UFOs. So it was it was technically a UFO because they couldn't identify the object. That doesn't mean that aliens exist. Trust me, I want to believe. Okay? Yes, but listen. I, I'm, I'm in my basement right now with the lights on, and it reminds me of when I was a teenager watching X-Files alone. It was a okay? lot. Oh, my God. There was a lot of confirmation based on Area 51 shit and what was declassified recently. So I'm sorry, but that seems but to be. But it doesn't mean that little theory. green men were driving. No, it. well, we don't know if what was driving it. Right, but it was alien. But we don't know if it was little green men, gray men, silver men. The fuck do I know? I don't know what they a- look like. Alien this- in the sense that it, that we didn't know who it was. Correct. Okay. And this is and this is why we'll never kill conspiracies, right? Right. Because at the end of the day, we won't know until you put eyes on it, man. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like that. Yeah. That's that's the that's the real deal, right? And that's the problem nowadays is that people can't put their hands on any of this real data. And even when they see it, mm-hmm. right, even when they see a car plow yeah. through a group of people, they still want to say that there is a reason for it. There's, sure. there, there's, there's a majority of people who are, try, who, who are trying to justify it. Just like there's a, a, a whole fucking swath of people who believe that the earth is flat right now. You oh, know what God. I'm saying? You got face right. group pages upon pages of flat earthers you know what i'm saying so so at the end of the day it's one of those things where like we have to do a better job at educating that's for sure yes oh god yeah 100 100 absolutely and dan you had a number two yes so we talked about the the swing (laughs) in the the amount (laughs) oh i've got number twos (laughs) the swing in votes and and why trump seemed to gain even more votes this time than he did last and surely there are more people in the world and there are more Americans, therefore. Um, but I think if you look at the statistics and what we're hearing from news sources is that he gained a huge portion of the Latin vote, which was contradictory to what the Democrats thought was going to happen. And the reason why that happened is because you have, particularly in Florida, um, a lot of Cuban American and Venezuelan American, and I'll let Ruben speak to this, but what we're hearing is that the tactic used by the right for decades is to attack the left as being socialist. And there's a huge misconception between socialism and communism and authoritarianism as well. And so when we talk about, you know, Medicare for all or the green new deal um, or, or an increase in Medicare just in general, you know, that's seen as socialism from the right. 
And what these Venezuelan and Cuban Americans see is uh, another Bolsonaro or another uh, what's his face, uh, Fidel Castro. You know what I mean? Castro. Yeah. They're afraid of that because they lived through it. They're a part of an older generation that actually suffered from really shitty government, an oppressive government that fucked over the people. Um, I believe it was Venezuela, help me out, Ruben, that, that squandered their oil reserves. I mean, they made billions of dollars on oil reserves, and they couldn't even light their own country. Right. So of, so, of course, those people are terrified of, of that concept because they're being brainwashed into thinking that that's what we're talking about. We're just talking about everybody being able to afford to go to the doctor. That's it. You know, and so that's why they gained all those Latin votes, because they heard from conservative sources, well, you're getting another communist if you vote for that guy. Yeah, yeah but the opposite was, but the opposite effect happened out west you know and in texas where you saw the latin vote swing through towards biden um you know Arizona right right in particular. which is a which uh, is a great point because right. why ruben because why well because they're not cuban and they're not venezuelan right you know, they didn't that, they that, didn't live through you, that experience exactly right right so that 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 line of thinking doesn't work with them right and right. and they know better they've been educated better growing up in miami um you know I, I experienced a lot uh, being, you know, Venezuelan Cuban, <clears throat> um, and and I and I grew up listening to stories of Cuba. See, Venezuela is just, you know, Venezuela is just recently, you know, mm -hmm. in the last 10, 10 15 years, uh, Cuba, you know, we're talking about 50, 60 years ongoing, right? So, it, you know, even longer than that. So, this is not a surprise to me that in Miami Dade County, which, by the way, was blue. Right, it went blue. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah, there is still a huge, an overwhelming amount of support for Donald Trump because of that tactic, because of that socialism line, right? And they they see that. I mean, the 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 number of arguments that I've gotten in gotten into with family members, uh, and 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 even friends um, about how. This is, you know, socialism is not what, what they're talking about. Mm -hmm. You know, that conversation is not an easy conversation to have because they are they are terrified. And they and it's not just the older generation. It's my generation as well, because that's what we were taught. Right. So I've got guys that are my age who view what we're talking about. Medicare for all. Right. A big health care, mm -hmm. a basic human right. It's going to lead to bread lines and no jobs. And, right. and our country falling apart. Uh, I hate that bread sorry. lines thing. I hate you know, that bread lines. So, so again, it's it's about a re-education. I think the Democrats have a shit ton of work to do. Mm -hmm. um, because let me tell you something, whether it's Pompeo or Don Jr. Um, or some other clone uh, uh, or clown, uh, Trump clown is, you know, they they see the numbers. And this is where we have. This is when we have to start digging in, man. We really got to start doing some work, especially in those areas. But yeah, I mean, you know, the most the most votes in an election, the Latin vote was huge. Yeah. Um, I I still kind of you know as a Hispanic male, like it just it, it boggles my mind 
how, yeah. how these guys, how, how anyone can vote for Trump. But again, yeah. he's got, he's got, he's got their, he's got their ear too. He seems to have a piece of every demographic. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. So, That's scarily um, true. It's, yeah. it's weird, man. It's weird. It's weird. well He's, to your point, though, you said 72 million voters earlier, Ruben, right? I believe you correct. said 72 million voters. Do correct. you think that that translates in him and his cloned clowns in their minds as 72 million viewers? Of course, of like, course. that's that's 72 million Trump. Like he has. Like we all know this, four hundred million plus, right? That the Deutsche yeah. Bank is is ready to pull his Uno card the minute oh, he yeah. walks out of that house. How do you leverage that? You turn yep. around and you, for the next seventy days, you start to work deals, book deals. See, this is my worry here, and and I don't want to go off into tangents because I'm sure we got topics that we want to cover. But you know, this is what my my biggest fear is. That is, what are you going to work in the next seven seventy days? This you want to talk about a security clearance danger you know what i'm saying like fucking somebody nightmare who this guy knows so much right so what yeah. the fuck is gonna happen there what the fuck is gonna happen so to, i don't know man yes 72 million viewers 72 million army person army 72 million person army is what i think is what he's thinking yeah, well, just talk about how all the militias that were out on election day intimidating voters at all the polling sites. Yeah, I mean, they literally got their instructions from the the president himself to go out to these polling sites, and that's what they did. I mean, there's a New York Times podcast that I listened to where they literally went side by side with these guys and followed them around all day. Mm -hmm. uh, they followed this one guy around as he went to different polling sites and had his guys spread out. I mean, it's it's sick and dis and disturbing, and uh, they found absolutely no problems or qualms or fishy anything at any of these polling sites, and yet uh, when they called them up the day after to say, "Hey, uh, you know, now that looks like Biden might win, even though he didn't see any evidence of fraud, what do you think?" Yeah, well, it's still something fishy's going on in Michigan. I, you know, Detroit. Uh, you know, well, they just can't let go of it. And it's yes. sad. And New York Times, speaking of them, called every um, state official, all 50 states, mm -hmm. and not a single one of them had a shred of any evidence or understanding of any type of voter fraud. And the voter fraud that was publicly that's publicly come out so far have all been Trump supporters that have tried <laughs> to vote for Trump multiple times. And it's like these are facts. These are things that happen. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta, I gotta bring this up because this has been my favorite story so far since all of these shenanigans began. Is uh, you know we had the whole four seasons, four seasons landscaping. Oh. <laughs> this whole thing happens, and you've got you know coked out Rudy Giuliani in front of like you know lawn signs. Uh, that have been taped yeah. to this. Dan, did garage. you not hear about this? No. Um, this dude. This was a press conference that they called like at Trump the said Four it was be Seasons. A, right. He Trump tweeted that it was going to be at the Four Seasons and that it was going to be a huge press conference and that it was going to be this big thing. And it turns out they end up in this <laughs> rinky-dink, like strip mall, parking lot, 
of this place called Four Seasons Landscaping. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's between a crematorium yeah. and yeah. a sex shop. Which All is right? so apropos. Those are, those, those are my two favorite things. Right. Like, who doesn't need to burn somebody and then pick up a dildo? You know, right. obviously, Rudy Giuliani was Christmas shopping. I think so, it's the other way around. If I could be honest, I think you, I think you, I think you have the wild sex stuff, then you kill someone, right? Okay, okay, all right. Do something with that hooker. We don't, we there's don't a, there's a lot of shame here, right? Right, right, right. Got to wash it off. Yeah. I um, love that story, Ruben. I love but, that story. But, no, no, no. But this is this is the the bit the bit that I love because Giuliani and his coked out rage at that at that at that press conference t- names a woman. Literally, a woman he does not know, a private citizen, mm-hmm. right? Names a woman who her, who her vote was cast and counted and had died since then, since her vote had, had gone. The family had heard her name. They said, oh, they said your mom's name. Family finds out. They were like, well, yeah, let's contact them and let them know. The mother was ended, the mother was had voted for Trump. Fucking idiot! You know what I'm saying? The mom had voted for Trump, so so, so make, she he tried to make it look like dead people are voting, and the dead person that did vote voted for your boy. And there so you are. So she was. Be, yeah. So it was a mail-in ballot. It was, so it was, it was like an early. It was in the mail-in early ballot that that mm-hmm. she was alive for. She voted for Trump while she was alive, Correct. and she died before election day. Correct. <laughs> okay. It's uh, like now, the plot of a bad movie. It, this like, is ridiculous. It, you can't you can't make this shit up, man. You and it's insane. And they vote for him. Yeah. They vote for these, and they they vote tell for you these people. Smart they are. Yeah. They're so smart. They're the best. It's it's you ever it's, you ever work with somebody that says out loud like I how do they know that? Like you'd be talking about like science or something, you're like, hey, you know, the moon's in retrograde. It's it's gonna be a a blah 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 today, and they're like, the moon. Like, how do they know that? Like, what the fuck do you mean? How do they know that, you motherfucker? They, they're scientists. <laughs> yeah, like I don't like I, I I don't know about you guys, and I'm assuming you guys. Those are the guys... people that vote for Trump that honestly have no idea how science works. Oh, well, but and, and, Dan, and, and uh, step further, they won't Google yeah. it. They won't. Google no, they it. won't. And we talked about breadlines. Remember, you said you didn't like breadlines. I it's hate just one one little <laughs> idea about that. It's interesting because in this very country, we used to have bread lines during the Great Depression. And do we know what caused the Great Depression? A free, un- oh. a free, well, yeah, a free, uncontrolled market and ignoring environmental signs. Yes. Right? So the stock market was running rampant because there were no fucking rules whatsoever. And the they were ignoring what was going on with the environment by completely over uh, grazing and over farming to the point where the soil was ready to fucking die and then we hit a huge drought of oh, the dust bowl the, so it it's a huge economy just crashed yeah and and there we go so we, ignoring environmental signs and a free market that's completely unchecked right. well yeah well well, what are we looking yeah. at, folks? I mean, we're right. looking at the same thing right now, Dan. <laughs> but the thing I wanted to say, I hate the whole bread lines, and someone's like, oh, that's going to lead to bread lines. I respond with, dude, I love bread. So, like, <laughs> what? Like, I don't understand. They're handing out free bread, and you just got to yeah. stand in line? I'll well, get right in that line. Yeah, uh, right? Yeah, As it bread sticks, sticks yeah. with that oil? Like, fuck. Unlimited. You know, 
But with that being <laughs> said, unlimited breadsticks. <laughs> when we come back, we're gonna <laughs> when we come back, we're gonna talk about the actual election itself and just the huge implications and everything around it. So stay tuned. I hope your penis is still in your hand. <laughs> Are you a small business looking to advertise on Critical Mass Podcast? Well, check us out on our Facebook page, at Critical Mass Podcast 69. Contact us there to find out what your options are. We'd love to get the word out there about your business. Check us out. We, we have a new sponsor. Okay, this comes from uh, out in California, I believe. Uh, it's called the Neverland Kids Spa. Mm. Come and get away at Neverland Ranch's Kids Spa. A day to let loose from your parents' tight grip and derobe in tranquility. Here at the Neverland Spa, you'll be given VIP treatment as you'll be locked away from all outside contact so you can't be disturbed or stressed in any way. Our services? Glad you asked. Let's start at the feet. We'll take beautiful glamour shots of your feet, and while you wait calmly, we'll be examining them in another room. Then we can begin the process of rubbing them down. Once we've made it to your bathing suit area, we'll be, we'll be, us- we'll be using a secret method no one can know about. Then it's on to your face. With your eyes covered tightly, we use small, sometimes smelly snakes to gently pat all over your face... And rubbing them occasionally for extra skin smoothness. I don't want to be part of this anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Once the process is over, you'll be forced to quarantine in the ranch for two weeks because you will undoubtedly have contracted some form of disease. The Neverland Kids Spa, the best kept secret in town. Right. That sounds good. I'm going to send my kids now. (laughs) You guys are screen. You guys are screening your sponsors, right? I mean, no, absolutely not. I I have no idea what's coming down the pike. I our secretary sends them to me. I read them. I I don't right. know. Honestly, I blacked out there. What was that about? Well, we have our new secretary is Kellyanne Conway, and we told her <laughs> we said if they've got money, send them through. And she said, "I worked for Trump. I know what that how that works." Um. So speaking of that, I have a question for both of you, and I do have a bit of preamble because, let's be honest, I have no self-esteem, so I have to just keep talking. Anyway, um, why was this election a big – that's not the question, but the, the that's kind of the rhetorical thing here. Why was this election so important? And it was because we were looking for a change, those of us that are, are starting to worry about living under an authoritarian government. I don't care what it is that you have to say. I don't care about your opinion. Well, it's not an authoritarian government, but the things that he did, attempting censorship, um, being very, very openly racist, this, that, and the other thing. Like we didn't want to live that way. That's not what America really is, and there is no other opinion on it. Now, with that being said, it, I I feel, and I think you guys can echo this sentiment, that the excitement wasn't Biden. Biden wasn't the driving force of the excitement. The driving force of the excitement was getting m- more tipped back to the liberal side, 
and, mm-hmm. and hoping that with that, that we can make progress to different candidates in the future, to more progressive candidates in the future, that this was the start of that. And I think that that's where the excitement comes from, from anyone that at least knows a little bit of, at least about what they're talking about. And that's where the, the it starts. So if we take that excitement, we think about that excitement, both of you, one at a time, tell me, where were you and how did you feel when it was just like Biden won, it's done? Like it's over, Biden won. I'll let you go, Ruben. Um, you know, uh, I, I, first of all, I, I want to say that, you know, there's, I think you're right. I think if, first and foremost, you know, there, there wasn't, the excitement was not Biden, right? Like it, 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 the, the, the excitement or the driving force was to remove Trump. But I think that a lot of people, you know, I, I, I myself found myself in that boat too. But then I started to get excited about Biden. I really started to listen to him. I started to listen to his plan. Um, I started to really listen to Kamala Harris, really, um, and, and pay attention to who she is and where she's coming from. Um, and I got excited about the ticket. Uh, fast forward to Saturday. Uh, I was working. Uh, I was on break. And thank, I mean, I was so happy I was on break. And I was watching MSNBC and, uh, and their big board. And, uh, and, you know, I was glued in, like I think like everybody else. And uh, I was having a conversation with my girl and my, my roommate. And it, they, they, you know, the, the, the ding went off. They said breaking news they, that they could go ahead and call it. And when they, you know, Biden's face went up. And it was funny because I... I I feel like I feel like Biden kind of looks like old Steve Rogers. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, he does. There's there's like this this thing I can't you know like I think they almost who's did it on that? Purpose, maybe. Old Captain uh, America at the end of old, Endgame. Old, ca- old Captain. Oh America. yeah, yeah yeah. You know, I like agree I, then. Yeah. I feel like I feel like they look alike, and like I saw him smiling, and I was like, you know what? Like, yeah, he's old, you know, but he's there. You know, as, as much as they make up all that bullshit about him having dementia shit. It's got a stuttering problem. It's going to get older with age. You know, yeah. it's going to get worse with age. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, um, I Trump isn't he's... exactly young either. He's no fucking no, no, spring no. chicken. No, like not that's at what all. pisses me off. Is like, oh, he's so old. You, what the fuck? This guy's not that old. Not that much younger. Right, but oldest oldest president in our history so far. So yeah, you know. Uh, but do I think he's got a good four years in him? Yeah, I think he's got a good four years in him. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm excited for him. I think I think Kamala Harris being the first female black. Indian, you know, uh, female vice president, it, you know, just look at the long line of vice presidents. And this is this is a huge, huge win for for progressives or liberals mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever label you want to slap on it. I'm just thinking it's it's normal. It's humanistic, man. Like, you know, people that are smart, people that are educated, people who have worked for this, they deserve to be in those roles. That's that's what we trust them for. That's why we vote for them, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm excited, man. I, I really am. Um, I think that there's, I think obviously what's going on is a is a fucking shame, you know. Uh, this fucking guy's not conceding, you know. The we've got the right just following along with a narrative, but we know the truth, you know. So it was uh it was a good day for me, man. I I I, I don't drink. I barely ever, you know, hardly hardly ever drink. Uh, I went and, and I got myself a bottle of champagne and, and, and toasted to that. And I was yeah. I, I was happy and I'm still happy. But remaining vigilant, you know, staying on trying to stay on top of it and watch it 
because at, at this point, that's all we can do is sit back and really watch this fucking yeah. dumpster fire burn out, right? So yeah, yeah. Damn. So yeah, that's great. Thank you, Ruben. Um, it actually informed some of some of the things I want to talk about, which is where was I? Well, I I remember on election night, everything leading up to it, saying. Uh, this is the Super Bowl of politics, and the upsetting part is that you're not going to get a winner right away, which mm-hmm. we all knew. But you could at least you could at least have maybe an idea. And I remember watching, and I believe Indiana was the first state to come in. Which, by the way, first and foremost, let's abolish the electoral college. Yeah. Uh, I know I know that Biden won more popular vote again, as the Democrats tend to do. But we've got to get rid of this electoral college. Um, I think it's antiquated and based in racism, actually. Um, sure. If anyone wants to read up on it, the reason it still exists, not the reason it was created, but the reason it still exists is because of the three-fifths compromise. But moving forward, yes. um, you know, so Indiana comes in first. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, are they even in the Eastern time zone? My God. How the fuck are they done? Yeah, they got some quick ass well, counters. I mean, well, I mean, you got to think about it. Like, it, it, you know, just to not go off on a tangent there because yeah. it's not, it, it's crazy. But again, they're, they're looking at the majority, right? So if they've, if they've gone through. That's a good point. Ballots, That's a good point. So if the majority, exactly, yeah. even That's if they're, they're only, even if they're only 10, 15% of the way counted, right. if it's 90% Trump, then they're like, it's, it's impossible. No so I get it. Catching up. Which so is that's interesting because you know again that that's what that's what and that's another thing we can talk about branching off of this. But again, that's a huge deal that that you just brought that up because a lot of people don't get that. A lot of people yeah. think that they're actually done counting, and they're not. Right, right. It's all a projection. So uh, as I watched and I saw that you know Trump got Indiana first, and I'm just like you know I, I know that there's a good chance that this is going to go Biden's way, but it still hurts to see any victory for Trump to see anything go red on that map. It was just like, are you fucking kidding me? I mean, I get it. 10, 20, 30, maybe even 40% of the people that can vote might think in really outdated, racist, bigoted terms. Uh, Fine. Or uneducated terms. Fine. But a majority? A majority of people in all those states are that fucking backwards? And so I began to see the map turn redder and redder and redder, but I still understood the concept of how the Electoral College works and how the popular vote works and and how Biden was still winning, you know, technically here and there. But I got to be honest with you, I was really scared because of that margin was shrinking and that blue yeah, it was. that blue wall that everybody was talking about did not seem like it was coming together. Wisconsin, Michigan, Minnesota, um Pennsylvania and Ohio, all those, I was just like, I don't, I don't know about this. I, I really, especially early on, Pennsylvania was not looking blue. No, no, it was very red, very red, period red. And and Florida was looking red. So we began to really worry as a country and I, we had to sort of brace ourselves. Um, I went to bed still feeling a bit hopeful though. And I remember you, days later, of course, we went through this whole thing, like, okay, it looks like Arizona's going blue, which is a huge win for the Democrats. Um, And then Wisconsin turned blue after Michigan, and I think Minnesota had already turned blue. So it was like, 
Whoa. This is this is looking actually really, really big right now um, for Biden. And I remember looking at two different maps, and we've talked about this. You have the Associated Press, which yep, really is sort of the unofficial Google. the unofficial uh, source that calls the projected winner. Um, yes. And then you have the NBC map, which really did not want to call which state was it? Was it Wisconsin at first or was it Pennsylvania where they were leaving Biden with 253? And I think it was Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania was a holdout. Like even when Trump had like, when he had a huge lead, he had a huge lead and it was not looking good. Um, They didn't want to call it. Um, And because again, they knew what we know now and what, what, or at least what we're learning is that these things are projections, right? But with a population size, like like you know like Pennsylvania, even with a even with a even with three hundred thousand vote lead, you still got millions of ballots to count. Right. So and 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 again we we saw that in Arizona and all these places. So so yeah, I mean it it like you were saying it started to go big for Biden, which is great. when I was working on Saturday. You know I had seen so much in the media and so many maps and this and that going back and forth and I yeah. Just, yeah. I began to get a bit jaded, but I also knew that this really is going to get drawn out. Even if we can project Biden as a winner, it's going to get drawn out into the courts. Trump's going to fight it every way. He's going to drum up conspiracy theories. You know, I mean, we're going to have civil unrest. So just because someone wants to say, well, it's official, it doesn't mean shit until the guy's sworn in. Right. And even then, just because you swear somebody in doesn't mean you've actually kicked the old tenant out. Sure, but I mean... Remember, uh, one thing I liked that Biden said I thought was kind of a, a chuckle was, uh, you know, someone asked, what if Trump refuses to leave the White House? And he said the, the Secret Service has always been good at removing trespassers, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, I think was a good answer. You know, it wasn't it was a I think it was a presidential tongue in cheek answer, mm-hmm. um, you know, reminiscent of things Obama would say, where it was kind of like, you know, whereas Trump would be like, well, get the bastard out of there. Like, oh, that's real presidential, dude. Like, you know, just first. And it's insane to hear someone talk that speaks like an adult. Which is odd, but, um, you know, the courts aren't going to help him, uh, aren't going to help Trump. He can think they will, but they're not going to. The only big concern is where he's moving pieces in the in the DOD um uh, you know that's that's a big thing and then i i think that that's the scariest part is you know it's the department of defense um that's even more that's even scarier than pompeo because i mean he's just going to be out of a secretary of state he's going to be out of a job soon anyway so like well if we hold him. on if we hold on to the theory that these operatives Republicans of all kinds, uh, sure, people sure. working the CIA, etc., are going to do Trump's bidding. If we hold on to that narrative, that they're doing it because they're afraid of him, because that he holds power over them, he can fire them, and he has many, um, or that he will sway their constituents to not vote them back into Congress. Well, if we hold on to that theory and look at what's going on, okay, well. Well, if we're in a lame duck session, right, where he's just a sitting duck or whatever it's called, and, and he still has power, but he's bitter and he's angry. I mean, you look at people like Mitch McConnell who come out and you could see the fear in his eyes. 
as he says, well, you know, we're going to we're going to wait till every count is every vote is counted and, and that person will you be do voted a good in. And, and it's just like, well, yeah, just think of this most sad, pathetic creature you can and then imitate it. Uh, what I'm saying is we have all these people like Mitch McConnell and we have Lindsey Graham. And you ask yourself, wait a minute. Why are these people still towing the line? Because I'll tell you right now, Lindsey Graham, Trump has something on that motherfucker. That's precisely Trump, my point. Trump Thank you. has something on Lindsey Graham. I think I don't he has know. something on Mitch McConnell. I think he has something on Lindsey Graham. I think he has something on a lot of people. Lindsey I mean, Graham. Well before on... Trump took office, we've known about a lot of these Republican and Democrats that sleep with gay prostitutes in Washington. Yes, but listen, Lindsey Graham, guys, look it up, was on The Daily Show before Trump got elected. And he was touting on how he was a Republican that does not accept Trump into their party, calling right. him all kinds of names and stuff on The Daily Show. It's, I mean, it's out there. To well, have I mean, such a flip... But, I mean, he's a fucking acrobat. He might as well be fucking Dick Grayson because he's... Uh, He's out there. He did it. He did it. Uh, there, there's a video of him saying uh, back in 2016, if if uh, if there's a pres, if there's a if there's a the Supreme, Supreme Court, Court justice, not, yep, yep. use my words against me. And what did they do? They used his words against him. And yep. what did he do? He went the other way anyway. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Um, so these are people who, again, they this is where I'm concerned. How much work can we get done? How much can we move the needle forward? Mm -hmm. If we yeah. continue to have these people in power who, even if Biden goes in there with the best of intentions, are going to be bitter and yeah. are going to, you know, tow the party line. Because, again, one thing, hey, Rocco, you keep on talking about is, you know, the, the loyalty that these people have towards Trump. And this is a very telling sign of where the Republican Party is headed. Like I said, you know, 70, like we've talked about and said, 72 million votes. They are their mouth is watering right now. They are at the Trump trough, and they are all eating. So, you know, will he concede? Probably not. This will probably no. be the first time that we don't have an inauguration where the former president, you know, welcomes him in, you know, rides with him, watches on as he gets sworn in, and watches him, you know, and, and, and then the new president-elect watches mm -hmm. the old president fly off. We're not going to see any of that, I don't think, to be honest with you. I don't see that. Trump is is a bitter man, dog. Like this is a guy oh, who yeah. self self humility stood yeah. in his campaign offices the day of the election and said, "I do great with winning, not good at losing." Look it up. Look it up. I mean, he yeah. he literally admitted to all of us, "I am a baby when yeah. I lose." So, you know, listen, we we got kids. We know when yes. when kids are throwing tantrums. That's when it's you got to watch them the most because they're throwing their head around, they're grabbing shit, throwing it around, yeah. right? Like they're they're doing you know like as toddlers like they do crazy shit. Well, that's what we're that's what we're seeing with Trump. Yeah. You know, he's flipping seats in the DOD. You know, yeah. uh, he is. Uh, they, they're refusing. I mean, the the head of Obama's transition team was uh, was on earlier tonight and said two hours, two hours after the election was called. For Obama, the GSA emailed them 
you know, all the introductory stuff that they needed and all the, you know, access mm. to money and, sure. you know, secret uh, 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 clearance, uh, security yeah. clearances. It's been days. Mm-hmm. And this think. Trump appointee sitting at the GSA will not do it. So, right. again, you know, you, you bring up that, that interview where they were or that, that session where they asked them about, you know, um, where, where he answered so tactfully. There was a there was another there was another question where they asked them, you know, how do you feel about, you know, what do you think about the Republicans who haven't come out and congratulated you and acknowledged you as president elect and, and as the upcoming president? And he smiled and he said they will. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so it's it's one of those things where it's like, you know, they may delay the inevitable and we can we can talk about, you know, conspiracies, you know, shadow movements, so these things, <laughs> you know, it, it is what it is. It is something that we should definitely be worried about. Like, I don't think that that kind of shit is something to be taken lightly. I mean, I can't recall his name. I wish I would have written it down before this because I wanted to bring it up. There was an ex-general um, who is sounding the alarm right now on national television saying, we need to be looking at what he is doing at the DOD. Um, but I, you know, I, I believe in the FBI. You know what I'm saying? I believe that they're, they're, they're doing their job here at home. And hopefully everything that Trump is doing right now is being watched with a careful eye. You know? Yeah. I mean, I, I talked a lot to my brother and about exactly what you're saying, Ruben. And, and his response, and, you know, he's very involved in, like, I, uh, politics in terms like locally there and like has a very good understanding of politics and he's also an attorney which gives him a leg up on a lot of things and you know his response was sure these are all things that are concerning very concerning but it is more of he said something like a king like a a king a setting up a king or a kingdom where the republicans are looking at those 72 million votes and they're looking to see who is loyal for the next one after Trump. Was it Colin Powell? Ruben, was it Colin Powell, the general you're talking about? No, no, no. It wasn't Colin Powell. Okay. Because um, Colin Powell was an, is an ex-general that has come out against Trump. Yeah, right. He has. We knew about that. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But um, no. But the fact of the matter remains is that unless something super dire happens... I mean, it's going to be Biden. Biden's going to be at the inauguration. Um, you know, Trump will be a little bitch about it. Um, you know, just like you said, Ruben, he probably won't even show up. He won't do he won't do the transition team like Obama did or like any other president did. But that inauguration is going to come and Biden's going to be our next president. Do you remember how awkward that was? When Obama did it for. Yeah, when Obama did the transition, he when Trump showed up. To take a tour of the White House and show him around. And yeah. Obama was cordial. Obama was very cordial because that's the kind of man he was. He was like, all right, you motherfucker, here's your office and uh, here's the back door and oh, here's your set of keys. You'll need these. And, uh, yeah. you know, um, this button sticks a little. You have to press it a little hard. And, 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 and it was weird watching that because of the tension, obviously, oh, was so, yeah. so evident. But you know, you had the whole thing in 2011 where Obama basically fucking shut Trump down and made fun of him. And oh, said, you know, that, you know, you, I'm not uh. a Kenyan, but I am one thing you'll never be is, is, is president. And it was sort of a in your face moment for Trump. And we were all just like, this is not happening. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so that we will not see that. I guarantee you, we will not see Trump 
giving any sort of tour of the White House for Biden. A, wow. because Biden doesn't fucking need it. He knows it inside and out. Uh, but B, because Trump is a baby. Barry McCaffrey is his name. Is ah, gotcha. Um, but but yeah, no, you know, definitely, definitely the guy who's not gonna, you know, do the traditional thing, right? Um, he's he's a wannabe mafioso, to wannabe tough guy. And at the end of the day, at, at the end of the day, when when you beat a bully. They they retreat and and yeah oh, I mean I get you know like I said we can talk about all the things that are concerning and what is he doing yeah I mean he's gonna be what what they've been calling him on the on the in the media he's gonna be the Republican kingmaker from yep. here on out and that's uh, a kingmaker that's it and and that is that is that is gonna be something that that I think we're gonna have to people are like oh we'll never have to deal with Donald Trump I don't think so. No. I don't think so. He just reinvigorated his brand, and yep. now he's and, and and now and he's made the Republican brand his brand. So Republicans are no longer it's the Trump party. I guarantee you. I it's guarantee you. In four years, you will see his son running, or his daughter. Yeah, yeah. And, but and his his son has a lot of traction right now. Trump Jr. Well, I, I wouldn't be surprised starting their own kind of dynasty, if you will. Yeah. Um, you know, and the Bushes did it, but at least they didn't do it the way God Trump is doing it. But I think that he's going to buy a he's gonna buy like OAN or something. He's gonna buy OAN and he's gonna create Trump TV. Because if you think about it too, guys, it's not just Republicans. It's Democrats that want entertainment that will pay for a premium Trump membership to all of his to, to exclusive access to his tweets, live cams to all of this stuff. And they're going to be like this fucking psychopath. I can't get enough of them. I need <laughs> it's like watching 90 Day Fiance. It really is like I don't want to be part of this, but I cannot look away. It's a car accident. So you're saying that Trump is going to create uh, an OnlyFans, is what you're saying? It, yes, he's going to have the most expensive, most gaudy OnlyFans ever, and all you're going to get access to is like his tweets. He's probably going to buy out Parler <laughs> and make his own and make he his might. own fucking um, social media site because then he can make money off of his name again. But I think I want to call it uh, here uh, before we go to break. Both Dan and Ruben, do you think Trump will serve any time after the presidency? And then after this question, we're going to break. Both of you. One of you. Whoever wants to go. You mean in prison? In prison. Serve time in prison. Fuck. Um, See? See? Not that easy of a question. I think that he'll, I think that the law will catch him. The question is whether or not what he's caught for is deserving of time. Um, I I think there will be a guilty verdict. I just can't say whether or not that equates to jail time. I'd love to see the motherfucker in jail. I really would. <laughs> yeah, that would be that would be crazy to see him in jail. But no, I don't think so. I mean, I know I know the state of New York is chomping at the bid. You know, they're uh, waiting for day one. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he got served his papers right outside the White House. Um, yeah. That'd be fucking but, um, great, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's just, it, I don't know, man. I don't know. You know, we live in a day and time where I feel like, and, and I don't know, 
I hate to sound so I don't like I don't have hope, but it's like we live in a day and time where like the bad guys don't they don't they don't they don't put they don't get punished. Yeah, you know? it's very rare that um, you ever hear about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, so so I don't know, man. I I, I don't know. Uh, but whatever does happen is, you know, we no longer have to have him as president. Now, what we're going to have to deal with in the coming future from his family, um, from the Republican Party, that's a whole other thing, man, because that's 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 the most concerning part of, of it all. Because even if he goes to the jail, truth, even if he goes to jail, you got 72 million people who will send him commissary. Oh, yeah, they'll fill his commissary. Okay, there we go. 72 million people oh, yeah. who will donate to lawyers and funds to get him out to do whatever they can to protect Donald. He, I'm telling you, like the, the crazy part about this is that he he's like a martyr. Yeah, he's like a fucking martyr to them. Well, and you go ahead. So, again, you know, jail time. I don't know, man. I don't know. I think they'd rip the fucking jail down, to be honest with you. Yeah, they would. It's it's possible. You have those fucking militia losers who just <laughs> well, who just can't let go of the idea of war. Let's go fucking. This is, this is a real thing is the Trump Pence with Trump Pence letterhead are sending almost threatening letters. You have been ignoring the president. You have not donated an X amount of time. Please donate to help fund the Trump campaign's efforts to for the recount, right? But then you look at the frying print. There's that Catholic say, guilt for you, right? But if you but if you look at the fine print, it actually shows a percentage of what you donate is going to go towards Trump paying off his debts. Yeah, there's it's not a joke. Yeah. So like, well, his, well, his campaign debts. His campaign sure. Debts. Right. But still, like, what the f- actual fuck? Yeah, and people is, just like, here's the money. Here you go. He's the greatest snake oil salesman in the world. Yeah. Oh, he absolutely is. He absolutely is. And with that, um, we're gonna go on break. When we come back, everybody's favorite, fuck you. So uh stay tuned. From the far reaches of the galaxy to an internet location near you. We're Don'tForgetAtowl.com, your daily source for geeky pop culture news, reviews, interviews, and so much more. So as you're hitchhiking your way through the universe, don't forget to travel safe, and don't forget a towel. Come on. And we're back with everybody's favorite part of the show. Wow, if I could just speak a little slower. Everybody's favorite part of the show, Fuck You, where we just kind of... Exactly, just like that. Where it's like uh, Dan always says, it's an airing of grievances. You know, I got a lot of problems with you people, and uh, we want to, you know, we want to talk about it. So, uh, with that being said, who wants to go first? Is does everybody have one? I yield the floor. I mean, there's always a fuck you loaded and ready to go. I mean, you know, if I if I'm gonna go first, I guess you know, fuck you in general to. Uh, to Donald Trump for the, for the last time, you know what I'm saying? Like I don't want to, I don't want him to occupy my space anymore. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like I don't, you know, we've got 70 days till till he's gone, and uh, I just want to send him off with a fuck you because you really didn't do anything except really just light the fires uh, uh, and the ugliness in this country, and you you gave it a platform and, and a fucking you know huge ass bullhorn. 
Uh, and now we're dealing with it. Now we got to deal with your fucking mess. So fuck you, you fat, obese, orange piece of shit. I hope you fucking trip on your way out. <laughs> yeah. Well wow. said. Nice well one, said. Man. And I, I like the, I don't want him to occupy my space, you know, in my space anymore. And I think that that's the most important thing in my mind, at least as well. You know, he doesn't have to occupy any more of my mind. Right. Makes sense. Dan, do you have one or do you want to go last? Uh, I'll go last. Okay. Mine is, is fuck you to these people. And I'll, I'll fucking tell you. Okay. Wegmans. Wegmans. I have the Wegmans in the city. That was the last one to get the self checkout. They finally installed the self-checkout. This makes me very happy because when I'm there late at night for any reason at all, I don't want to talk to anyone. I don't want to just, I don't want to even have small talk with you. I want my product, whatever it is. I want to leave. Okay. It's late at night. I don't want to be here. You don't want to be here. Automated one automated checkout is amazing to me. I love it. Right. Mm -hmm. So fuck you. To the the old, it's always old people. You can't even figure out the regular punch credit card machine. You want to try and check yourself out? (laughs) You want to actually do the whole process? You can't even figure out how to put, what's my PIN number? I'm not supposed to fucking know what your PIN number is, you (laughs) stupid fucking moron. You know, but no, but you know what? The self-checkout, I'm going to take a whack at it. But the worst ones of them all are the ones that come up with cash. Because in large signs, as well as small signs, directly on the on the self-checkout machine, it says in big letters, all capitals, no cash. No cash. And I was at one this evening, and I'm booping my stuff, boop, my stuff, and I'm like, I'm ready to go. And I look to my left, and this guy's like, what's going on? And it goes, boop, 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 boop. someone will be there to assist you. Someone will be there to assist you. And the old guy's like, what did I do? She comes over and she's like, um, this doesn't take cash. And I swear to God, he goes, well, where does it say that? Yeah. Some do, though, don't they? All of them. He had the sign was directly in front of him. As he said, where does it say that? She pointed at it, which I loved her for. This poor little probably like college girl that like pointed at the sign that says it says it right here and they had to move him to the service desk which is whatever but what i'm saying is like look around you and read and be aware you're holding up a line now these fucking old people but you know <laughs> i vote for trump because i know what i'm doing it's like starting a movie and then leaving in the middle of the movie you know you got to see this film you got to see it like that's what they are cuz they're going to die soon so their votes don't matter. Anyway, that's my fuck you. Fuck you to those people. That fell apart at the end. Dan, take it away. <laughs> all right. All right. First of all, I just want to say that I don't I don't like self-checkout lines. I, I only use you them jerk if off I have to, to unions. Well, it's it's so much the union as it is the idea of like computers taking American human jobs. But that's fine. You you just continue to feed the ones and zeros. Anyways. Yeah, I will. I will continue my, to do that. My my fuck you. And wait for it. Is a fuck you to me? <laughs> wow, you're so, fucking yourself. <laughs> I'm I'm fucking myself in the ass on this one. Listen, 
I'm doing my job the other day, and I'm doing it in an area that I don't normally do, but sometimes have to do. And I'm outside of a strip mall where there's a video game store, and it's mm-hmm. it's it's early in the morning, and the video game store has not yet opened. And um, I'm walking from store to store doing my thing, and I see a line of how shall I put this sad individuals standing oh, outside. And I, I don't know. I just, I came out and I saw this and I just laughed audibly in their face. I mean, it wasn't like, ha ha, stupid fuck. Like it wasn't like that. It was just a, but it was a clear snickering at their pathetic obsession with plastic. It's just, God. I was just like, come on guys come on wait was this a video game they were looking waiting for or i don't know i it was it was a game stop there was outside what of day of the it, week it, was this yeah see this is pathetic that you even ask um because you'd probably know yeah i can't wait this this is a great fuck you because fuck you but anyway. i think it was i honestly i think it oh wait what is today was it yesterday if it, was a it was it was it was uh tuesday yeah. yes it was yesterday uh, uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla was coming out. <laughs> and I, yes, I already own it. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> like, come on. Uh, yeah, well, you're, you're an awful person, Dan, so please continue. So I laughed at them. I mean, not like, ah, you fucking losers, but like, as I walked by this line of sadness, I, I just went, come on. I just went like that. And okay. I, I think it's clear some of them heard me, and I think it's clear some of them knew that I was laughing at them. Uh, so I apologize. Uh, fuck you to me. Uh, enjoy whatever it is that, that, that gets you away from this horrible, horrible world. Um, so I'm sorry. You to those like guys. soccer. You like soccer. You have no wherewithal to speak to anyone else in their fandom. Yep. That's why you see me standing outside of a soccer stadium on a fucking Tuesday morning, right? And you would if it was no. one of those European, you know, kicking a ball around. You would wear your short shorts if the and you Dutch shake your legs. national team showed up to Rochester. Yes. You'd be very but, these, but you you but you and your motherfuckers are out there every week because something Don't new is coming them. out every week. I've got to go get my plastic toy with the big eyes, and I've got to go get my my once in a lifetime target opportunity of a Star Wars figure that no one else in the world will have except oh maybe fifty other people at every other target in the Damn. world. Oh whoops! I, I just I I think that you are first of all you're out of your element, Donnie. Okay, you're <laughs> out of your you're out of your element. Okay. And this is what happens when you fuck a stranger in the ass. I'm just going to come over and beat your car for, yeah. <laughs> for what you just said. Is but your you're wrong. You're wrong about everything. And uh, you're always wrong about everything. But okay. I, I yeah, want to thank too, you buddy. for your fuck you. We, yeah, we accept your fuck you. All right? okay. and, now, <laughs> and now we're going to go buy some fucking toys. Okay. Yes. Uh, now I'm buying double the toys. Yeah. I'm going <laughs> to send you a toy. It's double-headed. <laughs> it's going to vibrate. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh god on that note dad uh fuck you i mean thank you, yeah, thank you. <laughs> for, for that um do you have anything else dan for the for the night for the show that you want to say you want to add dan 
Dan, really? You froze? Dan froze up. Come on. God, your internet sucks. Come on. Daniel. He's going to come back. This is this is great. So Dan is completely frozen right now. We're just going to keep recording. Um, and it's it's quite hilarious that he's just frozen there. He looks like Santa Claus has come on some hard times. Right. <laughs> Did you hear what I said? That you look like Santa Claus that had fallen onto hard times? Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Uh, Dan, you got anything else to add you want to say? No, no. Nothing, nothing else to add, Rock. Okay. Ruben, how about you, my friend? Hey, bro. You know, it's always a pleasure to come on here. I'm glad you had me back on. I was, I was excited. I, I, I requested to be on. Just because I feel like it's only right that, you know, now that we've got a new president-elect, that, that us three sit down and, and discuss that, that situation. And, uh, and again, I think uh, I, I'm, I'm inviting myself back because I think that, that throughout this year, we, we definitely got to be vocal about yeah. what, what Biden and Harris are doing um, and how we can continue to, you know, Bring people. I think it's time, man. I think it's time that we we start talking about real ways to change. You mm-hmm. know, I hate to sound so cliche and and, and be like, oh, we got to heal and we got to forgive. Yes, these people gave us a hard time for four years, and yes, there's 72 million of them, but there's 72 million Americans, man, and we got to find a way to kind of get through all that bullshit and and come together. And I think that using our voices is the best way of doing that. So maybe us three can can sit down and and talk about. You know, you already have a platform. There's something that I, you know, I would like to do and a message I'd like to get across. Maybe we can do that together, you know, because yeah. I think I think it's definitely a, a, a responsibility that we should all be taking. I think that all of us agree that education uh, and informing people is the best way of doing that. So I think that we should take it upon ourselves, really, you know. Absolutely. I, I agree with you. One hundred and twenty five percent. And we always love having you and you're always welcome to, to walk on to our show. Um, so please, please do. But what I think is fantastic and Dan, you can echo this as well is we started this show because of us wanting to be vocal and speak out against Trump. That's really the the whole basis. That's where this show came from. That was what Dan and I's original intention was. So it was almost, yeah, I agree. It was, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no. I was just going to say, I think critical mass and our existence is the single reason why Trump lost the election. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, we did start this podcast almost four years ago. And to be honest, completely honest, I think that, you know, I don't know what the percentages is, but part of us just wanted to be creative and speak out and do something that was fun and different. Uh, I remember, Rocco, you were talking about like just creating video skits and putting them online and stuff like that. And I was yeah. like, well, you know, that, that requires a lot of money and a lot of production. And if audio quality isn't really good, then it's going to look and sound like shit. Sure. Um, and so that's a lot of money that you have to put down that we don't have. But a podcast, any stupid fuck can come up with. And I think you and We're I would, stupid be, fucks. Would, be, would be great with that. And we reached out to our friends to try and get them involved. And that, that kind of fizzled out. And so you and I were the only two ones that were really gung-ho about anything. Mm-hmm. And that's true. And, and furthermore, the Trump, administration, right, <laughs> the Trump administration had ramped up. And we were getting a little like, this. we need to start speaking. We need to be creative. Yep. 
and we need to have a voice. And so this yeah. is what we did. And here we are four years later. And thanks to our billions of, of listens. Yeah. The world yeah. has changed for the better. So, and we have people like Ruben. We have that's all so, kinds of, so. of fantastic guests that can add political uh, uh, vision yes. and yes. perspective. Uh, but we also have people like, you know, Judy and Lauren that come on and talk about, you know, what aspect of the military they have yet to fuck. Um, yes. So, that was our last episode. Make sure you listen. It'll be out <laughs> shortly. <laughs> so it, it, we've we've done our best to run the gamut of of different aspects of creativity and politics and you know pop culture et cetera. But it's it's people like Ruben, and it's guys like us when we talk about what's really going on in the world and what our perspective is. And and you know we have like I, I think I'd mentioned that that town in in New Jersey a little earlier because I saw that they have a lot of listens for us. Yeah. Um, people all over the world have actually listened to us, even though it feels like we're just two losers in our basement. Mm -hmm. Um, people are listening. And if it's changed one vote, if it's gotten yeah. that person, if it's gotten that listener to inform somebody else, then we've done our job. Yeah. So yeah. a big thank you to not only Ruben, but people like him for the past four years on our show. Yes. Definitely. Yes. Thank you. I absolutely thank you. And Ruben, uh, last thing, man, uh, you know, plug yourself. What do you got going on and how can people find you for what you got going on? You're a very talented writer. Um, I'm, I think I mentioned it last time that I was on. Uh, I am working on a uh, spec script uh, called Teachers Suck. It's kind of like an homage to, uh, you know, things like uh, The Breakfast Club the Goonies, you know, things like that group teen, you know, like, you know, coming of yeah. age stories, but mm. it's, uh, but it's also a, a horror movie. Uh, it, you know, has vampires in it and uh, I don't want to talk too much about it cause it's a fun little concept, but, but we're working on that. I'm working that with that, uh, on that with Casey and, um, and I've got some projects coming out in 2021. I'm going to come out the gate in January with a Kickstarter for uh, a book called illusion, which, which I'm really, really excited about. I nice. Think it's my, my best work. Uh, and you can find me on Twitter at Ruben the Writer, uh, Instagram same thing Ruben the Writer, and uh, if you're uh, if you're on Facebook, um, just Ruben Romero. Uh, I haven't created my parlor account yet. Uh, I'm trying to find the right <laughs> angle. I want to take the picture uh, of my ass with the MAGA hat on top of it. Um, so I'm trying to find the right lighting for that. But parlor, don't worry, I'll, I'll soon be there. Um, but yeah, that's, that's where I'm at. Awesome. awesome. Thank you, man. Just th thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Uh, and, uh, someone, someone recently said there, a Trump supporter recently said, uh, oh man, I hope not everyone goes out and buys all the toilet paper when the second wave of Corona comes. And I said, well, you got a MAGA hat, don't you? Anyway, uh, <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> I couldn't help it. Um, but anyway, uh, again, Ruben, thank you. Uh, come on anytime. Um, and, and I want to thank, uh, the guys over to insensitive culture podcast, uh, give them a listen. They're funny as hell. If you want a good laugh, um, thanks to the Genesee beard company. Um, if you have a beard, uh, they make it look spectacular, fabulous, fabulous stuff for the Genesee beard company. And lastly, but not leastly, the guys that over at don't forget to towel.com where you can find us and a ton of other awesome podcasts. Please check them out. They will fill that geekly itch. So we'll check out their hole, website. Baby. They will fill that hole. That's right. 
That's right. So thanks, everyone. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. Party on, Wayne. Bye.